Welcome back to the Nick Broadhurst Show. I'm your host, Nick Broadhurst. You can catch all of my music, my music videos, podcasts, blog posts, and all the stuff that I share over at www.iamnickbroadhurst.com. And my music is available everywhere that you listen to music. And if you listen to Spotify, you can head to iamnickbroadhurst.com forward slash Spotify. And that song you were listening to is a song called The One. And that's part of my open wide tour currently, which I love performing this because I'm on stage with my wife singing this song, which is about my wife. And it's such a special thing to be able to do. And this is really a song about the role that we play in each other's lives. You're such a shiny mirror. You force me to surrender. You're the one. And never before have I said anything more true. You're such a shiny mirror. You force me to surrender. That is the role of being in relationship is to play that mirror, to be the reflector so that we can always see our own potential and reflect back our partner's potential and always hold them accountable as well. In a relationship, we are both the support and challenge. So, you know, support and challenge always comes in equal measure in every moment. So that's, yeah, that's the one which you can hear at broadhurst.world forward slash the one. Okay, on to today's episode, and this is going to be another big episode. You can get all of the show notes at broadhurst.world forward slash 23, and definitely listen to this series in order. Okay, this is my Ayurveda series one. So the first episode was episode 21, which is what is your body type? And the second episode was episode number 22, which spoke about the Vata and the Ectomorph body type in detail. And it's funny, you know, because Melissa and I are in totally different states right now, and I haven't been keeping track of what she's working on with her podcast. And just today, out comes an interview, which is about Ayurveda, the beginner's guide to Ayurveda. So we are definitely tuned into each other because here I am doing a full series on all the body types from an Ayurvedic perspective. And today we're going to focus on the Pitta also known as the mesomorph body type. And to avoid repeating myself with lots of different things, please do go back and listen to the other episodes first. But Pitta is the term used for one of the main doshas in the Ayurvedic system of medicine. And mesomorph is the modern scientifically proven equivalent of Pitta. So many, many, many thousands of years ago, those pesky little Indians knew exactly what they were talking about because they knew already what the mesomorph was. So in a nutshell, pitta, the pitta dosha, controls digestion, metabolism, and energy production. Super duper important, right? And the primary function of pitta is transformation. Those with the predominance of the pitta principle have a fiery nature that manifests in both mind and body. And I can tell you right now, that my vata pitta constitution is a blessing and a curse. And whenever I'm in balance, and I spoke about this yesterday, I become super fiery. And here's the thing. Yesterday, I became fiery. (laughs) And what didn't I do? I didn't stick to the code, my personal code. I didn't have a good sleep the night before. I'd eaten something before bed, so I didn't sleep very well. I got up and didn't have time to do my usual meditation, my yoga, 
my day just got off to a pretty average start and then it was just downhill from there. I got aggressive on Voxer, which is an app with Melissa. I just totally unnecessary, got quite aggressive and I was out of balance. That was my pitter, totally out of balance. So I'm glad I'm talking about this today. And when I look back at 2017, and I spoke about this yesterday where I was drinking Bulletproof coffee, I was doing coffee enemas as part of a a gut healing protocol. I was eating a pretty pitta aggravating diet. I got more and more addicted to chili, would you believe? Never liked chili in my life, right? And all of a sudden, I couldn't make it hot enough. Here I am at home, literally fermenting my own hot chili srirachas. I've never been interested in this stuff before and just lathering it on everything. And the weird thing is the more tolerant that I became of chili, the more of a nasty person I became. I became more angry. My pitta was really, really imbalanced. And I knew all this stuff, but I just ignored it. And remember, if you ignore your intuition with anything, there's always a price to pay. From the smallest to the biggest things in life, when you ignore your intuition, there's always a price to pay. And boy, do I forget that sometimes. But slowly I'm learning. But isn't that the human state? We remember, we forget. We're asleep, we're awake. And that's why we're here, is to make that journey every single day to remembering and awakening. So again, we're going to look at the Pitta dosha today, or the mesomorph body type, from the perspective of appearance, nervous system, weight, diet, and exercise. And as I said before, I am a Vata Pitta constitution, but predominantly Vata. And you can hear more about that in yesterday's episode of IamNickBroadhurst.com forward slash 22. Okay. So appearance, the mesomorph can have beautiful refined features. If I look at Melissa, for example, she's got classic pitta features, probably slightly more kapha eyes, but she's just got this stunning, almost chiseled look. And we'll talk about that, how the pitta is very much almost that aspirational cover model type of look. Often pitta can have green eyes, sometimes blue, and they have broader shoulders, strong chest, usually really good calves, strong legs, a strong neck, square jawline, generally medium height. They're not super tall. That The tallness tends to come with the ectomorph body type. And if you look at those qualities, you can see that that is what we're talking about here with the refined looks, the medium height, the muscular build, the well-developed features, well-developed body parts. You're starting to look at a very classic aspirational body type. Sometimes can have red hair, and I don't know if you can see on Instagram Live, but I have tiny bits of ginger in my beard, which comes from my nana on my mother's side who had red hair. And red hair comes from the Pitta constitution. And often they can go bald early, and thinning of the hair is very common with Pitta as well. So that's a general look at the appearance. And in terms of weight, generally Pitta, the mesomorph, find it really easy or much easier to put muscle on. And I do have a bit of pitta in me, so I can put muscle on, but generally at the expense of my nervous system. So their bodies are generally more muscular. They look a bit more veiny. You can see veins in the skin. And as I said, I can put muscle on, but I have to push really hard to do it. And I'll never, ever be massive. <laughs> Probably a good thing. It's just not my natural state. But the pitta is generally more muscular. And you might see people in the gym and you think, man, how do they get so muscular? How does that girl have such good arms or legs or whatever? And generally, it's probably because they're pitta. Now, if you are mainly pitta, 
then your weight should stay pretty balanced. But you can still lose weight if you're an ectomorph mesomorph, right? Like me. And you can easily gain weight as well if you are a mesomorph endomorph, which we'll speak about tomorrow. And Melissa is the mesomorph endomorph, which is the pitta kapha. And she knows how to balance that. And she can stay in a perfect weight range for her and really manage that very effectively. So nervous system, like their body, the nervous system is strong and it's more, much more resilient than the ectomorph. In a balanced state, the body is less prone to inflammation, which is really important. But because pitta represents fire, passion and drive, this means that the pitta can sometimes push way too hard, which leads to a more inflamed body. So it's a double-edged sword, right? Pitta is generally confident and ambitious. So you've got to be really careful of keeping that in check. You don't want to be operating in that go, 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 go mindset all the time. Like with my Vata Pitta, I generally want to go, 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 that type A personality, but that go, go, go without the resilience of the mesomorph means that I burn out easily, which is why today I have a bit of a sore throat because I have been go, go, go the past few days. Often Pitta can be a bit uncomfortable in hot weather because naturally their body type is already warm and they can generally have a strong sex drive. Lucky you. With diet, so you would have noticed in the Vata Ectomorph episode that I didn't go into a specific diet. And I've received a lot of questions yesterday on social media about diet recommendations for people. And number one, I'm not a practitioner, so I'm not going to give that advice. I'm just a very passionate human who wants to share. All right, so I want you to use this as a catalyst to go and do your own investigations. But number two, we're all so damn different. We're so different. You can go and read online about a vata pacifying diet or a pitta pacifying diet. For example, coconut oil is vata pacifying. Great. I need a vata pacifying diet, but I can't break down coconut oil. Because if you look at my genetics, I'm a poofer, right? So I am a polyunsaturated fatty acid guy. And so I need to be careful of the fats that I consume. And that means you can't eat the same as me. If I give you recommendations, that's not going to work for you. So these diet recommendations are very general requirements of the body type. And the main goal is just to empower you to own your body type with confidence and then dive deeper if you want to. But generally the pitta mesomorph can eat more protein because they're very, very good at breaking down protein and metabolizing it as energy and using it for good, for healing in the body. They have a strong digestive fire or agni, which is known in Ayurveda. Lucky, lucky you. I wish I had stronger digestive fire and do very well with animal protein. So Melissa can take down a cow. I can take down 100 grams of a white fish. <laughs> it's like totally different digestion that she's got to me. If you eat animal protein, of course, totally up to you. Spiritual, environmental beliefs, absolutely. I'm not going to make comment on that, but generally they do very well with animal protein. And with moderate carb intake and moderate sort of normal fat intake, nothing, just all balance for the pitta. But they have to watch hot spices like chili and cayenne, which can lead to imbalance very, very quickly. So generally with diet, think of cool and sweet to balance out the pitta fire. And on to exercise, a lot of great CrossFit athletes are pitta mesomorphs. And generally because of that nervous system resilience, you can push pretty hard, which is pretty cool. If you've got that, lucky you. So that five by five strong lifts, weight lifting sort of training, the heavy sort of one rep maxes, the high volume training, 10 by 10, everything I said, which is bad for the ectomorph, is generally pretty good for the mesomorph, right? 
you can handle cardio really well and do really well with full body workouts, with weights, resistance, and strength training. And usually make amazing sprinters. This is the classic sort of sprinter, beautiful sprinter body, which you can see at the Olympics. And they make amazing bodybuilders. But when Pitter is out of balance, here's the thing, right? It can be seen in bloodshot eyes. Now, I had bloodshot eyes up until about a month ago. For about 12 months, I was so out of balance from some of the things that I did to myself last year. I thought I was doing the right thing, but I ignored my intuition, so I paid the price. Trust me. It can lead to poor vision, skin rashes, acne. Just think anything that's red and inflamed, like on the skin, is a clear sign that pitter is imbalanced. When it's balanced, you have healthy radiant skin. If you're out of balance as a mesomorph pitter, you can be very demanding, total perfectionist. <clears throat> that's not me. Huh, no way. And a total workaholic as well. I've learned to balance the workaholic stuff out big time. It can also lead to acid reflux. And as I said before, you can get early graying in the hair and you can get a bit angry and you can get you know thinner hair and balding. So there's a few signs of a pitter imbalance. So I know that was a bit of a download, but you can get all of this in the show notes at broadhurst.world forward slash 23. And you can also get a full transcript of the show. Now, remember, this is a catalyst and ignition point to. I guess, inspire you to go deeper into your body type. And if you're a pitter, wow, you've got some really beautiful qualities there physically, but you've got to be so careful. You've got to remember that every body type comes with its negatives and its positives. And here the negative is that if you push, push, push too hard, you will burn out, you will become inflamed. Okay. So just remember that all the time, balance, balance, balance. And when you do your own research, look for those signs of imbalance within you. And start to look from an Ayurvedic perspective on how to rebalance those. So from a Vata perspective, I needed to get off that keto diet. I needed to get into a high-carb diet. Just had to do it. And man, it's made all the difference because I've been living a much more Vata-pacifying life. And I also need to, to pacify Pitta as well because that can easily become imbalanced when you are running multiple businesses and doing podcasts and all these things. So... I hope you enjoyed that. And, you know, I've started to end my podcasts with a simple saying, and that is look up. Life is freaking amazing. And I want to say it again look up. Take a look around you today. Look at the world we live in. Look at the opportunity we have. We are so blessed, so incredibly blessed that we get to listen to this podcast on an iPhone to someone sitting in his studio in Bondi Beach, Australia, sharing what I've learned with you. And then I get to hear from you on social media. I mean, this is a beautiful, beautiful world we live in. We have so much to be grateful for. So what can you be grateful for today? And Melissa and I always start the day with three things we're grateful for. I woke up this morning, turned on my phone and went straight to my Voxer app. And there she was in her beautiful, sweet voice telling me three things she's grateful for. And I told her three things that I'm grateful for. And if she happens to be in the same bed as me, then we roll over and we say to each other, so look up, life is beautiful. And please do share this on social media, please. I'd be so grateful if you do. And please tag me at I am Nick Broadhurst and use the hashtag the Nick Broadhurst show. And of course, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a five-star review because the more reviews, the more people get to hear this. And this information is 
the bee's freaking knees. I tell you, it's so good. So good. It's so empowering. Once you get this information, oh, I'm so excited for you. So once again, as always, have a beautiful day and I love you heaps. Ciao. And just before you go, just wanted to let you know that the information and views presented in this podcast are personal and for educational and entertainment purposes only. The information presented is not intended as a substitute for medical or professional advice. Please seek advice from a qualified medical practitioner before starting any new diet, health or lifestyle practice. There you go. Catch you soon.